0: South Park episode where it's the Jack Hoff- no, yeah, the Jackoffosaur or whatever, and like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> fuck, I do sound familiar. Nope. It's it's gotta be yeah, South Park, but it also reminds me of like a beluga whale or some shit. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I see what you think of me. <laughs> oh God, Byron, you're such a dick.
0: God. <laughs>
2: such an asshole okay
3: I'm I'm ready when when you guys are my soul you have not been rolling this whole time oh yes wait yes or no yeah
0: oh okay whole time I've been
3: rolling yeah
0: uh all right cool yeah this is the back-to-back happy hour our (laughs) opportunity to talk about anything we want mostly film related stuff some not film related stuff I guess sometimes whatever we do what we want <laughs> <laughs> um i'm just gonna take this minute to plug a podcast that i've been listening to a lot recently actually again because they finally started up their second season after like four year after four year break Shit. um limetown for anyone interested in more drama based like radio dramas limetown is freaking sweet
3: what kind um, of a show i listened is it? to
0: it a while back It's, like, a kind of thriller mystery with, like, some sci-fi stuff thrown in there. Oh, wow. Basically, the premise is that, like, at some point in the past, they say 10 years or whatever, this town of, like, 330 people had, like, this emergency, like, this, like, caught national attention, and in, like, basically, like, a night, all 330 people of the town just disappeared. Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And then you find out the town was created. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin too much. <laughs> but you find out why the town was a like, created pretty quickly. Right. Uh, the first season's like six
3: episodes, so oh, it's like cool. pretty. It's pretty. There's so. a lot of but twists and turns, sort of a thing.
0: There is quite a bit, and they they made the podcast in the first season. The reason why there was like a four year break was because they made the podcast with the intention of pitching it to make it become a TV show, and when that didn't happen, they just like stopped producing the the podcast oh, wow. and i guess finally that went through so now they're doing <laughs> season two of the po- i don't know something along those lines but it's a really cool story um it's a limetown check it out that's my plug of other people's content
1: <laughs> so as like nice. a podcast like what makes it different from like like an audiobook is it be, is it is the story through like them like like um well audio viewing yeah kind of and stuff
0: it's like an audiobook is just reread read the words. Right. This is like they play all the sounds and oh, it sounds okay. like she's interviewing people oh, and she's cool. talking on the phone and like things will happen like twists will happen like you know and It's like a radio stuff show. Stuff like that. Yeah. It's, know? Know? it's a radio oh, show. Like, like War of the Worlds. Yeah, so there's all the sound effects yeah. and stuff oh, and like yeah. So it's cool. it's a docudrama Okay. Radio cool. drama type thing. I'll have to check that out. It's pretty
1: sweet. Um, and it gets you like into it like that <laughs> it sounds kind of like the leftovers tv show mixed with like the roanoke like story
0: <laughs> could be a lot of influence yeah. from that actually i like what
3: it's a good uh it's a good show i haven't it's, seen that one yet. I need to finish
0: it up <laughs> it's one of those shows that i like, kind of want to watch but then i'm like well I mean, it's a, it's there's also a lot of shows i want to watch yeah
3: <laughs> It was like that for for tiff and I we watched that together. I think I was more invested than she was, but um but it's you know the same guy who did lost, and it's you can tell <laughs> you know like uh it's very very much in like the same kind of style as lost, not um, abrams, right someone else no no, um, oh my gosh, i can't, I don't know his name off the top of my head. I'll have to look it up.
0: Let's find out the leftovers.
3: Uh, oh, Damon Lindelof.
0: Damon Lindelof yeah, Lin- and Lindelof. Tom Perota. Lindelof, yeah. yeah. Those names sound super familiar. Lindelof is like, he's done a lot of stuff. But yeah, mostly known for Lost. Uh, he's a co producer on Star Trek. So he's kind oh, of J.J. Abrams' buddy, essentially. <laughs> a bad robot. Yeah, guy. he co
3: wrote <laughs> Prometheus.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: damn. So, yeah, yeah, he's good. He's, a but his
3: record. new show is 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 dope. I think. Not the leftovers. No, the show? leftovers is what I'm talking. Oh, about. Oh,
0: okay, yeah. okay. Nice. Uh, so we covered Ryan Johnson in the past, so I thought this was an interesting little tidbit. Um, his new film called Knives Out. Has kind of a fairly confirmed cast, but I guess they're still adding people. Um, So, confirmed to be in this film is Daniel Craig, Chris Evans, Jamie Lee Curtis, Tony Collette, Michael Shannon, and possibly
1: Christopher Plummer. Wow. (laughs) That's a crazy cast of people. Yeah. A combination I wouldn't have really expected to be it honest. doesn't make any sense <laughs> the combination doesn't make any That's sense That's
3: so at all. uh such a ryan johnson thing to do too you know pull in these random ass actors and and uh put, put them all together in the same film it's pretty funny
0: and make it work yeah so according to wikipedia there's also lakeith stanfield oh cool um who is uh, known for Purge Anarchy, Get Out, uh, Straight Outta Compton. Sorry to bother you. Was he? Oh, he was. Oh, he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. He is the main guy. And fucking sorry to bother you. Um, Anna great. de Armas and, yeah. is on oh, there. Oh, dang. Wow. Don Johnson. <laughs> holy, sh- <laughs> holy shit. What is this? And it's like a mystery crime film. So holy like, crap. With this all-star cast of people. That's an insane
3: cast. What if it's just one of those ensemble mystery films? You know, I think so. It's yeah, probably, yeah.
0: But that's a pretty insane cast, and it's pretty random. So I'm really curious to yeah. see. And a lot of them are people who are having their heyday like right now.
1: Yeah, which makes you think that this movie is very expensive to make. I feel like, like <laughs> Tony Collette, like she's kind of like having like a renaissance of sorts it's after totally. Hereditary. Yeah. Absolutely,
0: yeah. Then Jamie Lee Curtis obviously coming back with Halloween. Right.
1: Uh, Anna
0: DeArmas was from uh, she her last big one was like Blade Runner. Yeah. Uh, Michael Shannon obviously he's, I mean, what's to say about him that hasn't been said already? (laughs) Nothing of (laughs) Um, (laughs) note. Chris Evans obviously rolling off of ending um, his Avengers contract. Yeah. He probably wants to do all sorts of weird shit. And then obviously the yeah is he like uh, is
3: he done with that yet? He done with yeah
0: yeah yeah. I think his last film contracted film was the last this, whatever Avengers film is going to come out next. So, um, and they apparently wrapped filming. So
3: he needs to start his directing projects. That's what I'm. That's what I'm hoping for. for Yeah, I'm
0: curious to see because his he's he was talking about it right. Like he does have a a film that he wants to direct or is directing or something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um and the cinematographer Steve Yedlin, who's kind of uh Ryan Johnson's go-to guy, he's oh, done yeah. all of his films so he did the last Jedi which looked, you know, I thought the cinematography for the last yeah, Jedi I thought it looked great. Right? Yeah. 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 So I'm interested, really interested. Mystery crime obviously Ryan Johnson Brick is a great film, so I'm glad he's kind of like coming around yeah. full circle in that regard.
3: So Keith, I, I expect yeah. from you a full detailed list of each character and what shoes they're going to be wearing in the film. I
2: expect expect
3: okay. that from you. <laughs> All right, we'll do. He is he doesn't show the shoes as
0: much I've noticed. He showed the shoes, didn't he? Show, I think he did in Last Jedi. There was like a shot of yeah uh, at the beginning, but he like doesn't do the show the shoes the, as much as there he was used to. like a
3: key plot thing that was shoe like, and that was uh, Luke Skywalker force. Projecting, you know, and and his feet weren't touching the ground like they weren't impacting the salt surface and t- turning it oh, red. Oh right. So right. I I would argue that's in the same. Uh, that definitely thought. is. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah,
3: because it's 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 your feet telling a character or the audience uh, something about the care. Uh, you know, that's happening to the character, which is something that he does regularly with shoes. So I think that's a, that's just another way to do it.
0: That's a good point, point. Yeah. and that's pretty smart, actually, yeah, because that was a little detail that, like, it was obvious but easy to miss, if that makes sense. I, like, I
3: missed it on my first watch, and everyone was like, why isn't his, everyone I talked to, like, not saw it, and I felt like a huge dummy. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: because then they show the shot of Ren, right, and then he, his feet are, like, yeah. you can clearly see. In hindsight, it's very obvious. It's pretty obvious, yeah, but that's what I mean. It's, like, it's obvious but, but easy to miss, for <laughs> sure um but i'm pretty stoked for this night's out or night's out knives out uh there's not much about
1: it it's
0: an awesome so title it is a cool title. like
1: <laughs> it conjures up an image that's for sure Definitely. makes it's intriguing
0: there's very very little about it so um i go oh you the filming began on october 30th so oh shit <laughs> so it's very very new wow <laughs> Damn. Hmm. Yeah, we won't hear anything about it until like at least March. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. February maybe. It might probably take him like what a month, probably. Probably to shoot two months
1: maybe. Yeah, that's.
0: Well. Dude, but after Star Wars, like Ryan Johnson can almost do whatever he wants now. It's kind of yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah. A very unique position he's in right now.
3: And that Star Wars did end up making a ton of money, despite of oh, totally what a lot of people seem to think. You know. It's kind of weird. Totally, <laughs> I think people no, just it made, it's wishful thinking. I think for a, lo- a lot of fans, <laughs> like they wanted, they want to think that it bombed because it like ruined their childhood or something. I don't really, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> no,
0: that's pretty much it. Like it really, it like people got pissed because they felt like the Star Wars is mine. So now yeah. I'm all insulted by his version of it. Right. Um, but it made back you know four times what it cost to make. So right, or double, I guess. So, according to Wikipedia, $317 million budget, wow. double that for marketing, <laughs> and then box office was about $1.3 so... Jesus so Yeah, fuck. I mean... So, $500 million,
3: dollars, yeah, I think it did okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah, God. It made money. He, he's, he was not picked to write and direct a Star Wars movie without people knowing that it was going to make a ton of money, so...
1: That's yeah, true. Shit, though. Yeah. I wonder how much Solo got. Like what is box office? I don't was. think Solo did as less. well. A lot. No, I think less. Solo so Solo bombed. I think, technically. Which is so it sucks because it's so good. I think it's
0: really. Good. I thought it was.
1: I thought yeah. it was way better. Than it Mosheta. didn't
0: necessarily bomb, but it. But if you take into account the marketing budget, it probably didn't make its money back.
1: Fuck. That's By about a hundred
3: million or so.
1: That's crazy to me, man. It's so much better. <laughs> you know, like I um, I agree. I, I like I like it more. I think it's more fun i think it is yeah. it, and i think it's just the craftsmanship behind it like with like the cinematography and stuff is so much better yeah. bradford young was cinematographer yeah i love bradford young man seriously everything he touches he's been like, killing it his visuals man are like fucking spot a on. arrival yeah this big one ain't them body saints who was
0: f- the original director
1: oh it's uh phil lord and chris uh Milo, that's right know. they were the, the original. movie guys yeah Oh, that's right. Yeah, and then they and then wanted they, to. They couldn't take it seriously or something. <laughs> they were and they were going like over budget, weren't following lines or some shit. I don't. I, I, there was so much into that, but who the hell are those guys,
0: dude? I just don't. <laughs> get those guys it. are awesome.
1: These guys keep popping up all over the place, and they're like
0: trying a big dick on a Star Wars movie. I just, well, those I guys know. are.
3: They make really fun, funny, lighthearted stuff. I think it's just the opposite of what you're into. Keith. <laughs> 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 I, yeah very <laughs> cloudy with the chance of meatballs like movie
0: it's phil lord and chris miller right Chris is that Miller, right? yeah, is yeah chris so.
1: okay it's weird because like i was watching all the special features on the solo um blu-ray and everything and it's funny because like it's a there's like a round table with the cast and ron howard the director you know right and it's funny because they're talking about like because they'll say like oh and then when you took over the film and there's like this unsaid, like mentioning of the directors yeah. before Ron Howard, but, but they don't go into any detail <sighs> on it at all, and it's kind of awkward. But at the same time, I'm like, God damn it, I want to know what like what the cast thought about that, and because they kind of touch on like how Ron Howard felt, because Ron Howard kind of like talks about like you know how he was in a good position because he loved that franchise. Right. And you know, obviously George Lucas kind of was one of the people that started his career because he was an actor in American Graffiti, American Graffiti, yeah. And stuff. Yeah. So like yeah. they're so close. So like but then also it's fucking Ron Howard. Like he's not gonna botch it. You know, he's he's a he is a talented director in his yeah. own right. Yeah. So it was kind of weird but I'm definitely fascinated. I want to know like what the cast thought and what they were experiencing um, with like the filmmaking process. Not the producers being upset with the directors, you know? Right.
3: Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, I mean, I I can't speak for the cast, but I I think it's fair to look at Ron Howard's history of filmmaking and where he comes from as a director. You know, because he came from the acting side and. Um, and his like whole family of talent you know they're they're like the Capolas, you know what i mean um, yeah in yeah. a lot of ways um and uh you look at chris lord um phil miller i think i just switched to swap their names <laughs> up but you look at those guys and they come from cloudy with a chance meatballs and lego movie um which is great and those are funny movies and they you know they're light-hearted and awesome and i love them but i think uh, for a lot of actors for the cast i think it's maybe more important for them to work with ron howard i think that would get them more of what they're like they would get more out of working with him than probably with um miller and lord even even though miller and lord are great and amazing um but their their focus isn't probably not as you know like ron howard is like this prestige filmmaker you know?
0: Ron Howard is also very by the book, I feel like. He, I, he is. I can't think of anything about him that screams, oh, take a risk.
1: Yeah. You know? I think yeah. the only movie that he really took a risk on was, like, The Missing. And that was actually a pretty cool, like, weird... Is
0: that the one with Tommy Lee
1: Jones? Yeah, and, and um... it has uh, Kate Blanchett, and it's, like, this yeah, weird... I feel like I've seen that, like, one time. It's a weird Western. There's a director's cut that float- that's floating out there that's actually really good. He's um, like
0: that... He plays that, like... Like, uh, disconnected dad or something or whatever. Isn't that what it is? He's like he's like her dad or something. But like he's like a strange. Yeah,
1: it's been a while since I've seen it. Um, but he, yeah, he helps Kaplan And like Val Kilmer has a small role in it as like a cavalry officer. It's a really weird like western. Um, and I think that was like his biggest like risk. Like
0: it sounds like it. I mean, I, like, like what <laughs> other movie can you really? He just uh, he's not that guy. Yeah. So bringing him in is kind of like the safe. Like we've already
3: blown however many
0: millions. Yeah. Let's bring in Ron yeah. Howard because we know
3: he'll be able to at least make a movie. Yeah. Right. At the very. Least, we you know, we right. know he can deliver.
1: Yeah. 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 But it would be it would be weird because like obviously the the cast and crew signed up f- to make the film with Chris Miller and Phil Lord, but then think about like the surprise. Of like in the end it's like they're they're working with the academy award winning yeah (laughs) like (laughs) i I would be ecstatic dude like i don't know like
3: uh, um people sign up and move around projects like all the time you know and yeah directors change but the actors the actors will stay sometimes the actors will change in the director well they kind of have to usually yeah Yeah.
0: like there's contracts and paperwork and you know there's people right i mean even like even even
3: before all that happens you know like it's just a Huge rat race, you, you know, uh, and yeah, I mean, it's always in rotation.
0: But I, I, it is, I mean, guess we don't know. Like, maybe some of the actors might have hated the way Lord and Miller did yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, the issue was between Kasdan. Mm. So the writers, Kasdan and, well, Kasdan and Kasdan, but Kasdan and the producer, Kennedy. Kathleen Kennedy who's who, pretty sure she's the head of Lucasfilm, right? I think yeah, she is. Now. She President, is. Yeah, yeah. They were the there was huge disagreements between them and the way cuz Lord Miller were like wanted to improvise and shit and like I don't know. Yeah. Cuz that's that's like
3: add, where they come from. That's like the kind of filmmakers there, you know. For yeah. sure. For like sure. they're working with like Bill Hader and Chris Pratt. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just like they're that kind yeah. of like improv like comedy guys.
2: It, I feel
0: like it, there's a time and place for that, though. Yeah, there is. Yeah. I, I, I it's weird. this is not the time. I, and place.
1: I I don't feel like Star Wars maybe would be the best option for it, but I, but at the same time, it could have been really good. Like, I, I guess we'll never know because they shot and well, seventy percent of the finished film is is all Ron Howard, and then the other thirty percent was you know Chris Miller, and Phil Lord, but like, Kazdan like, as a writer of one of the original three or, or two or he's, he, he, he definitely wrote, I want to say he wrote empire strikes back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he wrote like a ton of, yeah. And like, he's definitely, and I think, I he, think was, he wrote you know, the third one too. Okay. And then he's definitely worked with them. I think on like Indiana Jones, but like, and he definitely and *Force
3: awakens too.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So like, and then his son who they co-wrote solo together, yeah. um, they're, like, you know that that's, like, a family thing, too. They don't want, like, their shit <laughs> fucked up by, like, by, like, actors messing around on, on set. You know what right, I mean? Because, right. like, they take it serious. Like, this is a world that they have stakes in, you know? Right. So I can kind of see how there could easily be friction from the writing department to the directing, you know? Right. More w- so that than would be-
3: there normally is, you know, because I feel like there's always that...
1: Kind of friction yeah you know but as an as an actor think about how like awkward that would be because like as an actor you're obviously reading what the writer wrote and you have to like know that but then when your director is also saying like hey do your own thing like as an actor you'd feel kind of like torn between like am i choosing the writer or am i choosing the director like that would be so awkward <laughs> I mean, yeah.
0: it's it's all supposed to be in service of the same thing, but obviously it's always someone's interpretation right. of of what's on the paper or yeah. what the scene should be or the tone or, you know, what you get out of it. It's everyone just interpreting everything in their own way, which is what's interesting about yeah. it. So, I mean, like, I don't know. Just, I mean, with a film like Solo, it's, it's, you're in a weird position where, like, the writer's know what they're they've been around yeah since the 80s yeah because they wrote fucking you know he's he wrote empire which yeah. is you know one considered of the, the best yeah. one yeah like right. you kind of know realize that when you're getting involved with him and them it's like okay like they know what they're doing
1: yeah so it's kind of kind like of a slap in the face to kind of be like we're not gonna follow your script we're gonna do this too
0: yeah you know? which i could see how he would be kind of pissed and then he kind of you know Based off of this, I guess my impression is that he's kind of uppity about kind of his work. And, <laughs> he's and well, yeah. he's just
3: so old, you know what I mean. He's just like yeah. this old cranky guy. Uh,
0: yeah, when these two young dudes come in and yeah. they just try and
3: stir shit up,
0: yeah. it just it product. just seems
3: like a bad match, you know. I yeah. mean, it's a hugely bad... I mean, I'm so interested in seeing that movie because it's such a weird mix of ingredients. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that's the only thing where I'm like, oh yeah, let's. I want to see that. But in in hindsight, it's like, well, he, uh, you know, there's a bad match. You, you know, yeah. but I feel like a match like that could work if given yeah. not a cranky old writer who's awesome, by the way, um, <laughs> and you know, maybe two young hotshots coming coming in off of uh, a like a huge box office success. You know, I feel like yeah. they but I feel like that mix could could work somewhere.
0: I bet you it wouldn't have been such a big deal had it not started to affect the money. Yeah. I bet you that Lord and Miller could have gotten away with it had they not tried to be so yeah fast and loose with the cash they yeah. were getting. Yeah. They're like, oh, we're on Star Wars. They're giving us a, what feels like infinite, amount of, infinite yeah. amounts of money. Let's do whatever we want to do and tell basically to tell
1: us no. Yeah. And that wasn't very long after, you know? Right. And Kennedy's so sharp and she's been in the business so long and she's not going to put up with that shit. Yeah, like, no, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. She knows what yeah. she's doing. But I wonder what, like, how their future is going to, like, what's in store for them. Like, well, do they now they have, 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 have a bad right name? Like, no.
0: They're making the Artemis, which is,
1: I'm guessing, Artemis, Artemis Fowl? I'm oh. guessing huh.
0: that's the next film that is on their filmography list.
1: I've heard of those books. I never, I never. I think I they were read kind of. Either. I was I read a little them a long too time old, ago. I think, maybe when they were kind of just getting out or something. I don't know. I read I them a long time ago. Else. they were
0: kind of interesting. I mean, they're definitely YA. This is way more up their alley in terms of what Jacob describes them. No, yeah. oh, it's it's sure. not
3: Ar- Artemis Fowl. It's a different the 2017 novel that i have not written but it's similar to oh. moon that uh weird what yeah. the fuck so we'll see maybe what they're the trying fu- to do something what the trying hell? to break away from the comedies or something or maybe it is a comedy i don't know we will see um right.
0: artemis i'm trying to see this because i'm kind of curious by andy weir huh
1: that's really weird. Oh,
0: Artemis, the first and only city on the moon is tough if you're not a rich tourist or an eccentric billionaire. So smuggling in the occasional harmless bit of contraband barely counts, right? Not when you've got debts to pay and your job as a porter barely covers the rent.
2: <laughs>
3: it sounds like Solo. <laughs>
1: was, uh, God damn it! I was just gonna say it's like it so, does. That's at least really the weird. beginning the, is solo for sure. With the
3: unreleased footage
0: shot by <laughs> that Lord is really weird. What the fuck? yeah so they're like oh we didn't get we got kicked off a of solo so we're just gonna yeah. do our own version of solo and not call it that interesting maybe That's really weird. maybe
3: they are um <laughs> i don't
1: know that seems kind of weird but <laughs> whatever yeah. we're gonna do our solo science fiction has gotten such a big comeback like i think oh, marvel yeah. really opened that up with like guardians of the galaxy and stuff yeah. But we we're seeing so many more space movies. I mean, Gravity maybe was the one that really actually started it all. But, like, there's so many space movies now. Yeah. Like, or just movies that take place in space. Sci-fi
0: has always been kind of there. Yeah. Like, especially for, like, younger audiences and whatnot.
1: I just feel like it's gotten bigger just because the graphics have gotten so good. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, like, in the early 2000s and 90s, like, I mean, the only good science fiction movie I can think of would be, like, you know, like the alien films and like Event Horizon and like right. Sunshine, mm-hmm. and that's like oh, those came out. of, there Those aren't like huge,
3: like, like big budget movies, yeah. except Alien. No. You know, Aliens. Is, yeah. yeah. But but Avatar, yeah, you know, Avatar's a big, big one. True. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like yeah, I, feel, I, I think it's always kind of been around, but i, I like the I like the smart sci fi that we're going down. You know, like a yeah, little more, yeah. like, you know, rival, anthropological kind of sci-fi. Right. I'm a fan of that stuff. I'm,
1: that's why I'm so excited for Dune, too, because, like, Denis Van Oub is so, after watching Blade Runner 2049, 2049 and Arrival, he's, his aesthetic is so good with sci-fi. Same with Roger Deakins. So it's so yeah. funny that his first ever sci-fi film was Blade Runner 2049, but it's Dune, man can't wait doom's gonna be super
0: interesting um andy weir is the uh, author of the martian also i knew that name oh there you go okay Um, okay and his book artemis is the audiobook is narrated by rosario dawson oh Rosario dawson so interesting stuff but uh, yeah i guess they're gonna make their own solo movie wow and have it be whatever the fuck they want it to be. Yeah. It's Andy just Wooser. Artemis,
3: a, a not Star Wars
1: story. <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> Artemis, much. not
3: a Star Wars story. That's what <laughs> I probably won't called. see it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a solo standalone film. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: solo. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Oh. So Chris, alone. Christopher Miller was born in Everett. What?
3: That's fucking <laughs> That's weird. Funny. That's crazy.
0: And they both met at Dartmouth. Anyway, enough oh. about these oh, jokes. Which one was that?
2: <laughs>
3: these
0: young Is that kids. also in Everett?
2: Yeah. Yes.
3: Everett Community College is his second name.
0: Uh, so it's National Writing Month, apparently, that's weird. according to Jacob, which I had no idea.
3: <laughs> well, that's just November. Is it? Yeah, no the, uh, there's this thing called Nano Remo, And um, it's basically just like a month dedicated to writing you know it's you know people who want to write a novel people who want to do a screenplay people who want to just write poetry you know whatever um it's just a month dedicated to that um That's yeah, cool. so you guys don't know about this at all no oh holy shit um <laughs> well i was gonna ask
1: if you guys are writing anything for it well i am writing stuff but it, I, well what are I you didn't... writing I didn't intentionally. I, I, I'm trying to write a like a crime thriller. Oh, huh. like like a like for a short film, like a 15 minute short film. Like an ensemble. I played around with those two. Yeah, with kinda Ryan like Johnson a, like directing. Yeah. Kind of like a two, <laughs> like a two guys in a car find themselves, you know, like in a lar- large field at like early, early, early morning, like where it's like everything is like blue teal. You know what I mean? Like sure, that. Like, sure. Sure that lighting and like they have to like you know like right now it's like they have like a plastic like a body covered in plastic and they have to take them out of the trunk and bury them but they're meeting someone to to get like an exchange of cash for the body or whatever mm. like i haven't quite worked it all out but yeah i'm i'm, I'm like working on it but that's cool yeah <laughs> um i cracked open my
0: old script that I had started writing fell by the wayside. That was the blood witch one. Oh yeah. And yeah. I started to feel really interested Sweet. in that one again. Sweet. So and I have some kind of other ideas. I think the blood Witch so, idea was awesome. Yeah. yeah that one was. I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast or not, but or was it after, I don't know. That was a while ago. Basically the, the, the gist is that, uh, this young woman is like, attached to sort of this witch coven but doesn't really want to do what is required of her as part of the being a witch or whatever um the kind of catch is that she can have all these these kind of like witch type powers like strength or like visual like uh scrying right seeing people in mirrors and stuff and like and all that stuff um but it only happens during the time of, like, her period. Yeah. So she has to, like, consume her own blood to actually gain the powers. (laughs) So, like, they're forced. So she's kind of, like, has these duties that she needs to do during that time, but is trying to, like, fight against it. It's kind of, like, horror, dark type.
1: It's cool because it deals with, like, an internal struggle, too. Yeah. Which is cool.
3: Yeah. So. Yeah, that's cool. And and there's, like, this outer visual that you could like, you know, cool visual tricks, you know, that uh, for, mm-hmm. for the powers, you know, and like seeing yeah. that I think yeah, would, uh, be... is a good visual for the internal, you know, like, yeah, totally, yeah.
0: There's like one scene I was kind of writing where she, like, kind of has like a little vial of her blood, like, that she keeps during the time or whatever, so she can kind of use it. And so she, like, puts it, like, in a drink, like, at a club, and like, her eyes get, like, black, they just turn it all black, oh, and then, like, no one sees her like that except for like us. And then she goes onto the floor to like f- dance and find like her next sort of like prey or whatever, I guess. And then uses the powers to like draw them in through her eyes and whatnot. And kind of, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of mm-hmm. like hypnotize them a little bit.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah. So I think that one will be fun. Yeah.
1: That's That'll cool. Be fun
0: one. So mess around more with that feeling interested in it. So we'll see
3: how it goes. Yeah. Cool. you you, Uh, I, I i have this idea that i that i want to write and it's 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 basically just it's a short film super short made 30 to a minute you know long and mm. it's just uh what i like to call a kaleidoscope of anxiety you know so it's oh, wow. just like really tightly edited uh a lot of just ancient uh anxiety inducing things i just I, I i just want to uh have the audience just sit and be extremely anxious like the the That's whole time awesome. you know like That's shots cool. of bugs you know crawling around you know quickly edited footage um, nails on a chalkboard <laughs> yeah, yeah like nails on maybe not as like cheesy as that but like may, you know taking that to like another level I haven't come up with all the, the visuals for it yet but um, but, yeah just something just like that I could kind of bust out real quick is what I'm you know trying
1: to trying to accomplish you know just because I, nice. I feel like if it's
3: too involved i just won't do
1: it you know what i mean well it's it's a no nut november so you can't bust it out too quick
3: I, <laughs>
0: oh jesus that's, god that's, damn it that's painful
1: i feel bad for laughing
0: uh,
2: i feel bad for, for uh, me oh, for laughing i'm leaving i'm I in couldn't the help it. I couldn't help it. <laughs>
3: <God>. <laughs> it's also no shame that's november
1: also... so uh <laughs> true. I'm, I'm working on that same i haven't sh- i haven't shaved since it's been november 1st but i don't know i probably will you probably will i'm just like <laughs> lazy you know yeah. yeah i have a couple of like other so i've been
0: starting this box too where i take index cards and i'll I'll write really simple stuff like sentence based like yeah scene or like one sentence plot or whatever just random ideas maybe just things that sound cool like lines that sound cool and i throw it into yeah. this box and then I'll go back and look through it, kind of, like, see what's interesting. And there's two other ideas that stuck out that I haven't actually done any writing for, but just I thought were interesting, where one was, like, a guy uses... Well, I guess there was three. One guy uses uh, cocaine to uh, reach out to the other side, kind of, like, break oh, yeah. the barrier, yeah. I guess. And, like, I don't know, kind of get paranormally, I guess, with it. And then one where, like, this huge flash of light happens in a small town completely affecting like oddly affecting like people kind of like alienish i guess i don't know something like that that'd be cool but i think i told you about like the hotel kind of scene i was writing too i think i had like a twist on that where like this guy basically bursts into this hotel room and he's like completely bloody and shot and like he's staggering and he like goes into the tub to kind of like bleed out and die.
1: And as he's dying, like this demon shows up to like talk to him. That's yeah, <laughs> like, that'd, be, that'd be fun. That'd be cool. Because then you're also wondering like what what did he just get into? Exactly. To be all like you could really play to with that. That'd be. Up. Yeah. I like that idea. And then I was thinking like it'd be cool
0: just to put him in the tub because it'd keep the whole mess of all the blood yeah. in the tub
2: yeah. And you can <laughs> no actually cleanup.
1: you can actually like find cool like bathrooms to totally. fill him in because it could be this really shitty. Or or it could be really nice bathroom and it actually works as a pretty good set <laughs> and it informs you like you know if it's a super nice like hotel like what yeah. the fuck is he doing you know I mean? yeah. So- and if it's like really grungy kind of gives you that kind of like you know that aesthetic too so it would work exactly. either way it's <laughs> that's actually i got some ideas i like
0: this blood witch one though that one grabbed my attention i just love that that
1: title or if it's called blood witch or you know just like Mm -hmm. i love that blood witch (laughs) it's just like like it gives you just that like awesome it just gives you an immediate like sense of what the film is gonna possibly bring you know right right.
0: totally uh speaking of witches kind of i guess it's a really bad segue, but I'll throw it in there <laughs> anyway. Uh, the Birds of Prey movie, the oh, the yeah. Harley Quinn... Uh, what do they call it? Spin-off or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's going to be rated R.
1: Good. I uh, thank fucking God because... Yeah. Fuck. What's his name? Um, Black Mask. Or whatever the, uh, the, the, the villain is or whatever. He deserves to be in an R-rated film. Is that who...
0: Because I'm seeing... She teams up with Huntress, Black Canary, and... Oh, is it just those two? I thought there was another one.
1: Yeah, and then I think... But I think Black Mask is... In, oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's the... It's
0: looking to be like Blast, Black Mask is the villain. Yeah,
1: which is going to be so fucking cool.
0: That's not going to be Ewan McGregor, right? I thought I saw something about Ewan McGregor somehow oh, being a part of DC uh, all of a sudden, but don't quote me on that, because...
1: I might just be talking out my ass. I also heard DC has its own streaming service now. What? What?
0: That seems really uh, unnecessary. Yeah, <laughs>
1: like I heard that it's like DC has its own like streaming service or some shit or channel, like it and it has a. Uh, there's like that new show called. It's not the Avengers, but it's kind of like the ver- like their version of the Avengers, but for DC. Justice League. Not Justice League. Uh, it's not. yeah. God damn it! I forget. I shouldn't have brought it up. Yeah, because Maybe they're it. <laughs> trying. To, maybe they're
3: trying to beat uh, Disney to the to their streaming service
1: that they're gonna roll out next year. Could be, which that's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Too.
0: So unnecessary, dude. I'm not gonna sit here and pay. Like the streaming services, the way that they're headed, it's gonna like implode because like we're all gonna be paying the same exact fucking price as we were for cable. I know. Just buying a bunch of different streaming services. It just defeats the whole purpose. And it's it's not gonna
3: be sustainable, I don't think. Gonna... <laughs> I mean, I think you're right. <laughs> I mean it's just like another Like they're already doing it with, with data like um limiting how much data you can use. You know what I mean? Like that's Oh yeah,
2: totally. That's
3: that's your expense right there. That's like Hey, you want 4K? Then you gotta pay for 4K. You know, if you want this, then you gotta pay for that. It, j- you know, it's just in the end we'll be paying the same. I'm pretty 100 percent confident. I think the companies are gonna be fine, and we're just gonna be paying the same. <laughs> They're just gonna yeah. migrate to whatever <laughs> we want, you know. And that's just is what it is.
0: That's and that's what people don't understand too. Is like once 4K rolls out as like a viable streaming option that's consistent. I mean, 4K is a lot of data, like. Yeah, 1080 uses a couple of gigs of data per hour. I think something along those lines. Like once it it's like two. It, it
3: depends on your on your settings, but it like one gig is really really good for an hour. You know what I mean? It's like it's like I think it's two for
0: 1080. If you're streaming for an hour straight, I'm pretty sure it's like two gigs of data. Something like that. And 720 so, is like half or less. Does anybody do 720?
1: I mean, seriously?
3: <laughs> well... <laughs> I think you could do
0: 720. Well, like
1: Netflix on our phones, it's like
3: 540, like for streaming. If you stream a video. Yeah. You can adjust well,
0: it. Well, but... no, it does 7. I think Well, I think things kind of default to 480
3: a lot. Or 480, but yeah. But yeah. Yeah.
0: 720 and 1080... I mean, 1080 is pretty commonplace now. But For ne- sure.
3: Netflix has its own like secret uh, in inc- coding settings so it has like these specialty like really really low um low file sizes for that for its videos like That's they, cool. they designed their own shit and they're just sitting on it and i really want it because i can save but... so much space on my drives if i had that you know yeah, I'm pretty shit.
0: sure that's what I was ta- think I think though there's, it still comes out to be around 2 gigs per hour. Yeah, I think you're right. Cuz like
3: 2 gigs, 1 gig, that's really good for for that for for streaming. Totally.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Um okay, well,
3: especially like on a big TV like, I'm wrong for people who <laughs> do bit. the piracy thing. I'm definitely not one of them. Haha. Uh-huh. Um Oh, here we go. <laughs> okay, sorry, go ahead. They you know, you could probably get a movie for, like, 300, 500 megabytes, but it's not going to be very good quality. You know, but the right. one that's, like, um, two gigs, you know, three gigs, like, that's going to be what you, you're you going to want to play on a TV. But, like, the 300, that's going to work on your laptop just fine, but not on your big screen.
0: Right. There's a lot of nuances. Like, to, to 1080 alone, there's a lot of nuances to, like, what? 1080 doesn't mean a whole lot when it comes to like actually develop like your there's, file your there's way more file.
3: important things than 1080 versus yeah. 4k when it comes to right. the, with a file and i wish people understood that
0: but it's like i would be nice if they did because it would save a lot of really dumb discussion but people won't i mean and being an editor or doing any editing is only the reason why i kind of know yeah and i'm not even saying i know a lot but i still know like a decent amount Dude, I, about it all. I feel
1: so dumb when I'm talking about files and stuff. Like, I don't know shit. <laughs> like, I honestly... It confuses me so much... Hard. <laughs> that I'm just like, I don't understand it at all. And another thing, this maybe is really dumb, but, like, I just don't understand how, like... Like, if you film... I, I mean, I guess I understand... I understand the concept behind it, but it's still, like, it pisses me off because I still haven't been able to really figure it out. Like, if you film a film or a short film, whatever. You film in 4K, like with a 4K camera, or even an 8K camera. And then, like, say Westworld, right? I, I know that they're not filming in 8K, but if they did film in 8K... Are
0: you sure they're
1: not? Or maybe they are filming in 8K. I, one of those shows filmed. There's a show that I watch It films in 8K, I think I'm Westworld sure. films in film. Yeah, at that least, would for, make the most at least sense. for the first season. Oh, right? maybe they... Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know about the second season. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. I'm but there, there's looking. a... There's some tv show but let's just say they, they film in they 8K. film okay cool cool like so like you, you film something in 8k and then i'm only watching it in streaming it in like high definition <laughs> but it looks so fucking good compared to like what i would film in 1080 it, yeah. you know what i mean like like if they filmed if they filmed it in like wow they
2: don't
0: even do a digital i, kn-
3: I know what you're saying
0: Dude, what the heck? Like,
1: but you can see like the difference. You can difference, see the difference.
0: difference. Oh, no, yeah. So like
3: if, if you shoot it in 4K and 1080p and then downgrade the 4K footage to 1080p, it's going to look better than the stuff that you just shot in 1080p.
1: Yeah, but even I've been unable to really figure that out cuz like I filmed a film on 4K and then when I downgraded it to 1080p, it didn't look like 4K footage at all until like it didn't it didn't even look like it, I like, it looked like shitty 1080p. Like, I filmed it on 1080p. Because you probably
0: didn't. I mean, it starts with, like, your timeline, right? If you don't build your timeline yeah. correctly. See, that's probably what then, I just probably fucked
1: my timeline up. And then if you don't export it
0: correctly, I mean, yeah. they'll set, those export settings will botch the fuck out of your right. s- your
1: stuff. Like, like if, that's why and you I just have me out with edit 4K. all your films. Like, I, yeah, like, it's just weird. I just don't get. Like, I I confuse myself with timeline and shit and stuff. But, like, with 4K, it was a pain in the ass, but, like, the last film I did, I just did everything in a 4K timeline, and it took forever because everything was so fucking slow. But at least it, ex- <laughs> at least it exported out in 4K, so it looks really good. So I'm, like, happy that it actually, like, it came out the way I wanted it because everything, like, it, it...
0: My guess is that your bitrate for your video was too low, and you, like... It, even when you exported it out, you weren't maximizing the information that you wanted. Probably, to, like, yeah. It's just like, I don't but know. I don't know. And unless I actually saw your workflow and whole process, yeah. and like, maybe <laughs> I, you, you could even fuck up your four K recording, like the actual recording right, of it. Right. You know, like it's really hard. There's uh, so many places on the in the process yeah. where you can totally just botch something, yeah. and screw everything else up. So like,
3: right. Also, like sometimes like it's not even worth shooting, and I'm not saying you're. A bad cinematographer byron because you're a great cinematographer but sometimes <laughs> if you do a shot sometimes it's not even, like there's n- like the information that's there isn't even worth it being in 4k you know what i mean like sometimes it's like well this like the shot isn't like very interesting looking no totally so, you know what i mean <laughs> so like obviously byron can't write no, but, <laughs> but but that's been my experience with 4k like oh this is just trash i should have shot in 10 <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, this is just a talking head video. Why do we shoot this in 4K? Yeah. Basically cuz the client said they wanted 4K. And uh, the client doesn't yeah. know. What yeah. That means. Those are those <laughs> are nice
3: cuz you can you can cheat it easier in 4K. So like say you have a bumbling idiot, you know, as you're talking head. Um yeah. you can now edit with just the one shot, you know, cuz you can pop yeah. in, pop out. Yeah, it looks like trash, but it's better than the alternative which is which is making it super jump cutty.
1: Um, yeah like because i filmed parts of the film my film in 120 frames per second but i can't do that in 4k yeah, it's just it's 1080p but you blow that up and i can't tell the difference when i look i mean i guess if i really look at it but like no one would you definitely look,
0: should be able to tell the difference like, you, blowing you, up 1080 like, to 4k
3: you like, can if you like start coloring it though
0: yeah
1: you know, what so I mean? like i was really careful like it did it did like she's not as sharp like like the images that i have like the actress and stuff that i that i had to blow up because of the the slow motion um she's definitely not like sharp but fortunately like she had a blue gel on her so it would that cut off sharpness anyway you oh. know what i mean yeah yeah when you flood like so it, it worked like it, it i it didn't scream like oh that's shot in 1080 and everything else is shot in 4k like hmm, right you know, i don't know i mean there's that's 1080p shots and like features all the
3: time you know right, like some of yeah. those cutaways are 1080p you know i feel you know even like those gopros that were in the hobbit you know remember those it's just like oh
2: yeah why are those yeah. in there
3: but most of the time yeah. like i feel like if everything's lit the same, it's kind of hard to tell if if you're zooming in a little bit or if something's 1080p. Yeah. Um, if it's quick too, if it's like a yeah. two or three second
0: shot, fast, I mean, you yeah. never yeah. know. Yeah. Especially if there's a lot of movement
3: in it, it's hard to tell.
0: Mad Max Fury Road had a mix of 5ds and fucking Ari, so
1: yeah. Yeah. Ari yeah. Alexa. So. It's all about that. <laughs> that movie's so edited, right, man. Too. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that movie's Because I added like like a little bit of like film grain to it to kinda mm, you know what yeah. I mean? It, it really kinda the, just yeah. evens it out a There's little bit. There's
0: ways to get around it. Yeah. I don't recommend doing that going upscaling like that, but
3: Yeah. I know. do. I I do if if you're presenting your most of your movie in four K or even just half, I'd say it's worth uh hundred percent upscaling. 'Cause you wanna you wanna get um you know, you want to get that 4K stuff looking
1: good. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Maybe meet in the middle, like you said. Maybe that'd be better. Yeah, because uh, like the majority of the film was 4K, so when I, I wanted it to export it to Vimeo all in 4K. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, get it in 4K. To get that. Yeah. Why so not? that, and it, it. So when I played on my TV, like it looks super fucking sharp. I'm like, oh, thank God I did this. <laughs> right. And if you know, if there's one shot where it's just like, oh, it's not 4K, but
3: it's fine. It's better to have yeah. more for you know, that's kinda like uh, Chris Nolan's Chris Nolan's thing with the IMAX uh, cameras. Right. You know, he'll just like throw in the IMAX camera in there. And then he'll cut back to the other footage. And he and he doesn't even change the uh, the aspect ratio. You yeah. know, which that bugs the hell out of me. Actually that's weird. Oh, I
1: love it. I absolutely love it. Right. Yeah, I, I would like it
0: if it was applicable to the story, such as like Grand Budapest, but like oh, yeah. he's just like I don't know, fuck it. Like, there doesn't seem to be any thought behind he, why yeah, he does it. it right. Yeah, some yeah,
3: Like,
1: Interstellar was kind of all over. It's like, dude, it's you're weird. I didn't enough. mind you Interstellar,
0: didn't money, but I, just... I
3: minded the Dark Knight Rises because he was, like, cutting back and forth between the it's two of so them. was so annoying. There was, like, yeah. a scene where, like, one character was shot in IMAX and the other was shot in not IMAX. And it was <laughs> it like... <doesn't> make <laughs> any sense, oh, dude. It was like,
0: no please yeah. like i don't
3: mind the you scenes, get
0: though. you're christopher nolan you get a gajillion dollars for every movie yeah. you make just shoot it all
1: in always just, 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 goes just shoot budget it all anyways. in imax
3: jesus christ
0: yeah
1: that's the thing like dunkirk they could have just do, they should have just shot it all in imax yeah just all of it why not why not like it's fucking christopher nolan it's like the only people that are really shooting on film anymore are tarantino and, nolan. I know. and then tv shows <laughs> right yeah. and then and that's jonathan just, nolan <laughs> All the Nolan. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which I love that film. I mean, in Darren Aronofsky shooting film for mother was awesome too. Like That was sixteen though, that was a little yeah, different. But so. still so good but that it's actual yeah. film. Like, I, I can't even I can't even tell the difference.
3: I honestly I can't. Like I think it's process wise I can see that,
1: but in the end result it's so hard for me to tell.
3: If you watched Westworld
0: and
1: Mother side by side, you'd be able to tell really obviously. Yeah, dude, Like, Westworld, that's why I love Westworld so much, because it has that patina that that film just has. I don't know what it is, dude. There's something about, like, the golds that you can recreate, that that you can't recreate, that I can. I don't know. Deakins gets close. He's the closest that can capture that, like, well, and Bradford Young that get that filmic look through digital. Mm-hmm. But everybody else is like film stuff is just like i don't know man that's why like westworld so much is like just has that like
0: i bet you game of thrones is film too i would imagine crap i can't remember american horror story shoots on film yeah yeah ahs does a lot of the big the big big shows right now are all shooting on film but that's because they have the budgets how, to do a, that american crime story if
1: that's film
0: too, that was probably shot on film if that's uh digital i forget i would imagine that one's film Cause it's the same same people. Yeah, Ryan Murphy. Yeah, I'm trying to look up Game of Thrones real quick. Oh fuck me, no, Game of Thrones was shot digital. Oh, okay. Ari Alexa and Red Epic. Oh, wow, I'm
1: both. That's interesting.
0: That's really interesting. Yeah, I guess I don't it know, does I kind of have, have, have a digitally <laughs> a digitally look. Really, you can. It's I get. Definitely... I,
3: I could. I could see the like digital look if they don't add the film filters to it. You know. Yeah. But if they're adding like that jitter and adding some kind of a um you know some kind of color grade that looks like color timing it, it as long as it's done by like a professional you know who knows i i just, i have a hard time telling the difference yeah honestly
0: i mean to the to most people
3: it's like you really can't tell Yes, um, I'm a I'm a simpleton. <laughs> you, I know. If you that's what I thought well, that's what I was getting at. I was trying
0: to
1: say it without really saying it. Right, but, no, I, I guess you're uh, <laughs> that, one, that one I that one I could see. That one I saw. It's just weird because like I feel like I watch so many movies. I mean, like most of the films I watch are like older films. I mean I watch I watch all the new big major films, you know what I mean? I really do. Right, right. But on my own time I really watch just a lot of like films made in the 60s and 70s you know and I just I can like I can tell like I'm starting to tell like the different stocks and the different like types right. of films because right. like but I'm such like a, a visually like stimulated person when it comes to that that's why I, that's why, like, I my favorite thing to do is color correction, you know? Right. because okay, that that just interests me. Like, how did he get that orange? Like, like that. Yeah, you yeah. know. So, I can tell digital and film. Maybe just quicker than like, even my brother Nick. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, <laughs> sure. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Oh. So you're looking shade, at a, it? like yeah. a like a color
3: thing. You're like, okay, well, the colors here are. Yeah. Or like that. So you're not necessarily looking at the type of grain or the the jitter. It's more like the, you said oranges a few times. So like are the oranges like particularly different on film than
1: they are in digital? Yeah. There's just something about like how the light is able to like actually like, like how it catches in the film. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know how to describe it, but it's like. One of those things like once you notice it, you
0: notice it all the time. Yeah. It's
1: just like there's something so kind of clean about the digital look, but there's something so kind of like natural about like certain like lens flares and stuff that you get through on film. Right. Like a good example is if you watch um, Orson Welles's film on Netflix that just came out the other day. um, Which one is that? The The Other Side of the Wind. Oh. And it was his, I watched it last night. It's phenomenal. And it's like, this film that he started filming in the 70s, it took him five years to film, but he wasn't able to really, he wasn't able to finish it because due to lack of funding wow, and all this other crazy stuff. Um, and then they finally, with his notes and collaborators and stuff, they finally edited it all together and, and finished it. And, and Netflix put it out. Wow. And it's actually really, really good. Um, and having been a fan of Orson Welles, like I've seen Citizen Kane, Touch of Evil multiple times, F for Fake multiple times. They did such a good job at recreating his editing style. Like, it's so insane, like how, like I watched it and I, and I just like immediately knew that like Wells would have been like proud of it, you know, That's even cool. though he died in 85, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, like and it's, it's so well done. But if you look at that film, you'll know exactly what I mean about like how light and, f- and the actual film itself it's different than if you were to like take a digital camera Um, and it's shot in multiple aspect ratios and like black and white and color the whole film oh cool um but it makes sense because it's like a pseudo documentary it's like a pseudo mockumentary and it's kind of oh that's super it's and it's so it's so orson wells before it was even thought of yeah And, and now you see it kind of all the time but when you look at look through the lens of when this film was made it like was like he was so ahead of his time dude it's insane and it's so well done and it's also like a big like critique on like art cinema like in a way he's making fun of his contemporaries michelangelo (laughs) and tonioni and and he has john houston the famous film director play as a fictional film director um, in the film and it's just I don't know man like it's That's kind cool. of autobiographical autobiogra- stuff but watch that film and you'll see what I mean when it comes to like light and like film and how it just looks so different than if you were to film like on a Aria Mira or like a right. Epic or something. So qu- question for you guys about Orson Welles I-, I listened to this
3: podcast the other day about um, the War of the Worlds thing Oh yeah. Event. Uh, radio event and um, it just it had me they they talked about like how they apologized for it and they were like hey we're not trying to uh, like the like the, the the crew behind the the making of the war of the world's radio show were like hey, sorry about that we didn't mean to confuse everyone but then like ten years later it was like actually we were trying to confuse people and we were trying <laughs> to make a statement about the status of the radio, because we felt like people uh, thought that everything they heard on the radio was true. So they were trying to point out that, hey, the radio is, like, um, not a 100% trustworthy news source, you know. Um, And, you know, and it just kind of donged on me, you know, it's like you have F is for fake, or F for fake, and then you're talking about this. And I've only seen Citizen Kane, I haven't seen his other movies, but is, is his, like, the, is the theme of like don't trust media? Is that like a common thread throughout all of his stuff? Because even even Citizen Kane is like that too, to a degree, you know, because he is this like uh, because of who Citizen Kane is. You know what I mean?
1: Um, I think the themes that the theme that like almost everybody could agree is in like every single one of his films is like the theme of betrayal. Betrayal, which yeah. would which would totally kind of fit into like distrust. You yeah, know? yeah, because it's, it's like, like, the, like
3: like a media betrayal. Like he's like yeah. an
1: F for fake. He's betraying the audience, you know. Yeah, and, okay, and was yeah, that makes so, sense. Re- and he was really into magic. Like he loved magic, and he had this whole theory called masking, which is like like having the idea of like in uh, in um this film, the other side of the wind. He directed portions of the film as the fictional director within the film. So he was directing a film in a way completely different than how he would normally direct a film. Right. Because he was directing it how the character in his film would direct it. So it's like, in that, so that's like a mask. Right, right. That he would put on for that. And he was obsessed with that. So that's kind of also in like a lot of his films. But also kind of like meta and yeah. just so unique for his time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. I
0: mean, seeing is how the you know the two Shakespeare plays that he made into films are Macbeth and Othello. Yeah, kind of says a lot yeah. about his themes of trust. Like, so yeah. I say trust and betrayal. Yeah, um, Touch of Evil is one that oh, I've seen so where good. it's about that same thing where it plays it it plays in with you know your what you know what you don't know yeah trust betrayal the twist the stuff you know like um so yeah i would say that he's definitely stuck on what is real and what's not especially yeah. in in visual and story media because to him right i remember saying him saying specifically that books were like the greatest mm. uh like storytelling medium yeah um everything else is kind of like you can't really trust it i don't know there's something about a yeah. book when you read it you're kind of like i don't know
3: you kind of know you're reading a book but when you yeah. see or
0: hear something you're like oh shit like, yeah it's yeah like right <laughs> Ren, you know so, so yeah i would definitely say that is
3: orson wells is dead yeah is he correct? Built? you know what i mean yeah. you know what i'm, I'm saying
1: <laughs> i don't know I don't know. Yeah, he, he's an interesting character. He's hanging
0: out with Elvis and yeah. Tupac that's, on yeah. an island. Yeah, that's true.
1: That's true. <laughs> they're
3: they're rocking um, out. They Maybe out. they're impersonating each other. That's what it is.
0: He plays Tupac. He shows up to events as Tupac. They're,
1: they're, in almost every film that Orson Welles like acted in for quite some time, he wore a fake nose. So he has different noses throughout all his films. It's the <laughs> well, weirdest, Well, in Touch crazy of Evil, shit. he wears a fat
0: suit. Yeah, so. and
1: you can't even tell though the makeup was so good. Yeah, like it's, amazing. it's that was like crazy. It's but an insane movie. I need to rewatch that movie. Touch of Evil is one of my favorite films from the fifties, if yeah. not. Well, that one of the greatest intros
0: our, ever. Oh yeah,
1: so good. Uh, you have to see that movie. Uh, uh, Jacob. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Have to. I will have
0: to so before we end this, I want to bring it right back around to Netflix real quick and the data thing, uh, which oh, kind yeah. of got us on our tangent a little bit. According to Netflix, this is on their site itself. It says one gig of data per hour for each stream of standard definition video, and up to three gigs for uh, per hour for HD. So low. Mm-hmm. They have a couple of settings: low, medium, high, auto low uses about 0.3 gigs that's low is about 480 Um, medium 720 takes about 0.7 gigs per hour which is standard definition and then high i could be wrong 480 could be standard Uh, high but that's like the top that's gonna work either maxes out to, to 1080 or in some cases ultra hd type stuff um 3 gigs or up to 7 gigs if it's 8 ultra hd. So with the data cap wow. thing that's happening, 7 gigs per hour is a lot. Yeah. Wow. Cuz people stream all day like, you know, f- for hours every day. Yeah. And if you're doing 28 gigs a day, I mean, <laughs> right. times <that's>... 30. <laughs> right. It takes it does a lot and you know, that's it's different for things like let's say Twitch where streamers can set their own bit rates for channels so it's like a you know 1080 but they're streaming at you know eight thousand bit rate or whatever so like it just changes the size <laughs> of the streams and yeah. stuff so like there's lots of stuff that you don't see you gotta right are playing
1: you got to be playing your xbox like on you know 4k going going crazy while watching porn in 4k while having youtube playing on your computer <laughs> yeah yeah every day and your
0: live streams every,
1: yeah it, yeah every day all day at least well, i think 10 hours i think you day. play video games while watching
3: <laughs> others play video games on twitch that's yeah and then yeah. You, while watching porn while watching 4K. porn on another computer and then on your phone <laughs> you have youtube yeah. which is playing all the and, new movie trailers that you're never gonna see right and then you have right. And don't second forget phone. music you ha- yeah you have music playing yeah then you have yeah you're streaming music
0: spotify the whole time spotify yeah
3: and then you're also listening to podcasts <laughs> well, and your little brother is playing
1: uh vr he's doing all room. the same things you're doing right now <laughs> he's doing yeah. three days series. later you hit your data cap <laughs> yeah. yeah so sure. we all cool.
0: live a sad right. life
3: this, this is a very sad <laughs> life much. we could only have fun for
1: an hour really <laughs> Our life <laughs> is measured data. in data nowadays. <laughs> oh god. That's some black mirror shit.
0: It is. It is, yeah. Do you all know
3: right. what the, oh, wait, do you guys know last trivia question, do you know what the black mirror is?
1: T V. Yeah, it's the it's like the black screen on your phone. Or TV Or yeah. T V or yeah. your computer.
3: Yeah, when like when you're when the when the show like cuts to black and you just see your own reviews. Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah, like yeah.
0: Ugh. Meta, yeah, meta. I'm doing, yeah, That's fucking awesome.
3: Someone should just make a Black Mirror episode where it's just a black screen for 30 minutes
0: <laughs> with some music,
3: just some music. You know what I mean? That would and
0: be then the occasionally, best. a word, a couple words will pop up. And just say, "Feel bad yet?" Yeah.
3: <laughs> Are you still
0: watching?
2: What if it's you
3: like? Fuck. What if it's like that? Uh, Netflix. It would
1: actually be like. The most like controversial a- episode ever. <laughs> you know how Netflix is like because you're only putting what you, you're putting on it, like yourself. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> oh my
3: god. You know how you know how Netflix will do that thing where it's like, "Are you still watching?" What if it just says that the whole time and you you can't uh, click on it because it's embedded in the you know that's just what's <laughs> on screen. Yeah. That would be sweet.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, that's it for this episode. Follow us on Letterboxd at Jacob Fultz, Byron Gwit, G-O-U-E-T-T-E, and Hyperion, creator for me. Next week is going to be one of the best episodes we've done so far with Suspiria and Suspiria. Fucking stoked. I still can't find Suspiria anywhere, so I might have to drive to Seattle to see it. But it'll be worth it. It'll be worth it. So, check out next week's episode. Um, For that, and stay tuned after the break for our pitch, which we're doing the Harmony Corinne pitches that we didn't do for the part two of that series. So, oh, yeah, stick around after the break for that. Yeah, yeah, I
2: don't know how to transition <laughs> that properly. Yes. <laughs>
0: back. This is the back-to-back pitch fest section, where we each have 30 seconds to pitch a plot to a movie based on this week's topic, and we vote on who's his best. Uh, So the pitch that we didn't end up doing um, for the Corinne, part two of Corinne, um, is what we'll do now, and his films tend, especially those two, tend to have to do with the American landscape um, one form or another. So our plots must feature some specific landscape i guess that's kind of distinct in america yeah 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 so yeah we'll see it's a tough one um hope my pitch is not too long okay (laughs) so (laughs) last week jacob went first so byron's gonna go first
1: this week uh what is your title my title is called interstaters so like 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 interstate highway yeah, kind yep. of thing i dig it <laughs> inter interstaters like an inter-staters. interstate interstate highway yeah. you know oh interstaters yeah. okay got it all right are okay, you ready i am ready and go a group of ragtag hoodlums in missouri frequent rest stops located on highways rob people as they sleep walk their dog urinate shit and fuck their penchant for such petty crimes begin to unfold drastically, and their ways of doing so escalate, even going so far as to stab and cut people with knives to get purses from people's cars. When they accidentally rob from an undercover police detective, things take, an- take a turn for the worse and end up having to hide the body into one of their unsuspecting victim's luggage. Nuts. Nice. Yeah. Dig it. Very trash-humpers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I like how it plays <laughs> on that fear of rest stops, too. There's always yeah. like that kind of sort of like... Rest stops are weird.
1: Yeah, and I feel like rest stops, like in America, are just like so. Its own thing. Yeah, like, there's like a culture yeah. around yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> very weird. All right. Hopefully, Sweet. mine is not too
0: long here. And what's your title? Stream America. Sh- stream Streamerica. Stream America. Stream
3: Oh, cool.
1: All in like yeah. one word. Yeah. Stream like Netflix streaming yes. combined,
3: conjoined with America. Exactly. Stream America. Got it. Sweet. Okay. Kind of, oh
1: cool.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Okay, are you ready? Yep. And go.
3: As
0: a means to garner awareness for the deteriorating lifestyle of Americans, Moses decides to livestream his life at some period in the near future. He shows us his home life where he lives with 15 people in one house because no one can afford the cost of living. Then we see his work at a large unnamed tech firm. In between, he hangs with friends who get increasingly distant due to his streaming. He gets more absorbed into his streaming life to the point of isolation. To continue to push the boundaries, he gets involved with sketchier and sketchier people until he eventually livestreams his own suicide.
1: Nice. Ooh, Ooh, you're, you're good, man. Yeah,
0: dark. Oh,
3: nice. Took like a it. dark turn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jacob. Last Moses one. The prophet. Yeah. Um, mine is called Our, "Our Kids Will Be Fine." Ooh, nice. Ooh, that's a nice title too. I feel like this is not going to be a nice plot.
0: It's going to be a dark plot. <laughs> it's going to be very fun. They're going to be fine. <laughs> okay.
3: Are you ready? you will be totally fine. Uh, yeah. All right, and go. This vignette film mirrors the experiences of a grungy middle America high school with homework relationships, drugs, alcohol, and one significant addition, institutionalized gang violence. At this high school, each student is selected to be in one of three gangs and must kill four other students in order to graduate. We follow four middle school friends as they're put into different gangs. However, one of them is special and gets elected to be the gang leader, which involves sitting in a room with other gang leaders discussing intellectual academic topics.
2: Oh,
0: shit. I should have stopped you. (laughs) That's okay. You made it. Um, All right. Nice. Gosh. Our kids will be fine. All right, Byron. Fuck. Take your pick between the two best pitches so far. Just kidding.
3: The best <laughs>
1: God, of which um,
3: I don't know. Yours mentioned poop, so I think yours might be better. <laughs> <laughs> Pooping it's
1: and tough because I'm getting, I'm getting both of what you guys did. Uh, fuck. Um, my god damn it. That's tough. Um, go with your uh, gut. My gut says keith because i i i i i just i like how it's kind of about obsession (laughs) you know like and i like obsession shit i do like the gang violence of jacobs a lot but i'm kind of tired of like watching movies that take place in schools you know oh like but yeah, I, but, but I, but I, it's, it is, that is such a kind of, you know, American schools are definitely very, you know, different from like, you know, schools that you see in like films and like fr- that take place in France or Germany or something. So I, I can, and, and institutions, you know, so I, I definitely see, but, and I, I like the kind of like, um, uh, battle royale kind of thing you're going for too, maybe a little bit. And then, um, with yeah. like they kind of have to kill one of their own peers in a way to be able to graduate. Right. That's kind
0: of how I picture it too. There's kind of yeah. this like,
1: chaos, which battle royale is really and cool, around. I I would kind of want to see that world explored. Um, but maybe it just it seemed like it was a little bit of. A whole bunch of things I've already kind of seen before even though the premise I hadn't you know what I mean just like right but like not that like I'm not saying you like did that but I you know just like I'm just I just picked up on these different things but I like I kind of like I think I just kind of have to go with Keith's because it just kind of I like the idea of like it it touches on this kind of American thing of like home which is kind of cool because every you know American sense of home is is also very different from like um other places in the world and but also how that ties in with technology is kind of interesting because so you can do more out of your home and stuff now but also like the obsession i don't know it's kind of cool um so yeah i'll go with keith's but i like both it's tough <laughs>
2: So I feel like crap. fair enough. Fair
3: enough. <laughs> I get it. I wrote a shitty pitch. Okay, I get it.
1: No, it's not shitty at all. <laughs> I should have
3: included more shit. Is what you're telling me. I should have had more poop jokes. Ugh.
1: They
0: the all, joke always <laughs> win You have to shit in someone's mouth to graduate. That's <laughs> what it should have been. Actually,
3: <laughs> but, yeah. in order to graduate, you have to shit in four people's mouths. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs>
0: uh, all right. So for me, I think we we'll go with Jacobs.
2: Sweet. Because yeah. I think that is a cool premise. Yeah.
0: And I think if you didn't do two, if you didn't go the Hunger Games route where it's like super YA, then and you went a little, little bit darker with it. I'm not saying go full-on hard r bordering on x but like you know <laughs> or right. do go or, well <laughs> yeah. you, i guess but going a bit darker I, with it where there yeah. is some uh actual like stuff that will make people very uncomfortable to watch right then i you know when strength it, when i was
3: writing this i was thinking like gummo like yeah. gummo high school. Okay. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, and okay. like the kids are fucking around like that. You you know what I mean? And there's not really like any oh. I picture it something would have way to be more in intense, a high then. school. You know, it could be like not in a high school, but it is a high school. You know what I mean? Yeah. I pictured like, like the that. purge.
2: Oh, I something. I was kinda of picturing kinda of like, like the, the purge. purge. Like,
3: yeah.
0: A bunch of fucking just gang I don't know, dude, just yeah, kinda mob and, mentality kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, and that shit can get I and mean, like Lord of the Flies yeah. type shit. You know, yeah. that shit can get dark real the fast. Stanford experiment, so that like, sort of shit. Yeah, so that's what I pictured. Um, but some combination of that. Either way, I like the premise. I like the contrast Oop. between uh, the people who get selected and they're like, get the intellectuals. They're almost safe.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: so I'd, I'd be very curious yeah. to see that one because then you're so. kind of dealing
1: with class.
0: Yeah, and stuff, exactly. Which is pretty cool. I like yeah. I like stuff that deals with class too. Yeah. So. So, I'll go Jacob's
3: this week. Sweet. Cool. Well, this is funny because I'm also going with Jacob's. <laughs> uh, if only you could no, vote for this, your own. Right. I just joked a joke, but I, I'm actually, I'm I'm picking Byron's.
0: Oh, nice. <laughs>
3: this week, um, it was the poop jokes. Poop jokes get me every single time. Um, I should just, just have like, one like, sentence that says, Moses films himself taking shits. Yeah. <laughs> that's all you needed, Keith. That's all you needed. Moses takes just them. one sentence <laughs> yep first sentence There's no e- even the title that could be the title um, but yeah, yeah. I, I like I like both of yours I, I thought they were they were both interesting and they're they're both tackling a different American landscape you know I like Heath I like what you did with the American landscape with going online with it yeah, you know you're yeah. talking about here's the digital America's digital landscape and here's like here's an impact from this and I like that you went as Dark and went to the suicide thing, you know, just yeah. because it's like that's something that, that's is something that happens, yes. yeah. oh, and it's sure. and it's fascinating that yeah. that is a thing. Uh, and when you do that, it's permanent, mm-hmm. you, you know, everyone will see it, and um, yeah, there's something really interesting about that, but uh, interesting about that. But Byron's, I liked yours because I got just a huge sense of what that movie feels like, cool, you know, and like I feel like you really painted this, uh. Very harmony Kareni definitely thing in my head, and I don't really know how to explain it with words, but it just it felt I felt it too. So yeah. it felt like the right tone for an American landscape, you know, Sweet. kind of being the was it that ga- would was a gas station? Was it a gas station? rest stops? Rest
1: stops, yeah.
3: Rest stop, yeah. yeah. It was a rest stop, yeah. And that that is like a place where not a lot of films are take place, but yeah. like. They're, that's like the grungiest part of America <laughs> is rest stops because it's all those gross not that all truckers are gross. But it's like we're all the kind it's, of it, a there's like a lot of stereotypes, stereotypes
0: that exist because of rest stops. Yeah, it's it's safe
1: to say yes, that rest stops. And I feel like
3: you could wear those you could wear those stereotypes well with this movie yeah. in the same way that like Trash Humpers wore its stereotypes or Gummo yeah. wore its stereotypes, um and and even to an extent spring breakers did but i think more like that middle america rest stop like i I just i was really feeling it so that's why i voted fierce it's just off the feeling but actually i like both of these a lot and i would watch both i'm glad you guys like
0: caught up picked up on my like american landscape because i knew it was going to be a bit more abstract it's like
1: the new frontier
3: it kind
0: of is you know it really is the
1: new frontier
3: yeah yeah totally
1: is
0: dope so I'm glad we so we tied. It's been a while since we yeah. had a tie. I think. Sweet.
1: So we brought cool. it for uh, we all brought it for uh, Harmony Crane, man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah,
3: you're welcome. You're welcome. Dude. Make our films.
0: <laughs> I don't know what Suspiria is gonna be like yeah. for the
3: pitch, but yeah. I'm are we gonna do something like
0: Coven related or
1: what? What, what are we? I don't know, dude, I don't know. Okay, yeah. Cause like, Did you just say coming related? <laughs> well, we could do that too, but no, I was I said uh, Coven. <laughs> Like uh, you know, like a witch. Should cabin, have to you do. Know? Could it be
0: witches? Oh. It could be or ballet. Ballet
1: would be interesting too. Uh, wow, yeah. spoilers Or
0: I don't know. Like um, it's that's tough. Yeah, it's tough. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll have to. We'll have to come one up one with
3: something. It'll be Suspiria ish. Yeah. Somehow. Suspiria. But we'll come up with something specific. I think. Yeah. I haven't seen either, so I. Or maybe it has can't. to
0: feature. Really, you haven't seen the original. Dude, you
2: I were, cannot wait about this last to hear time.
3: This, <laughs> this. Every podcast. <laughs> okay, so
0: the just real quick, this is going way longer than I want, but real quick, if you because you live kind of in an area where there's a lot more uh, availability to see these films, if the original one does pop up in theaters, you should go see it in theaters. Yeah, see it because it did pop up at the oh. limelight here. There was one showing oh. they did of the original. Did you do it? No, um, just we were like beat that night, so we just ended up doing it. But um, you should try to. F- f- if you can catch okay. it in, in theaters because it will, there it, it Yeah, you want to. The sound isn't great, but the music is great. Oh, yeah. Okay. so it's just, yeah, it's I'll worth check it. it out.
3: Yeah. yeah, okay, I'll see.
0: So, so if you can, but either way, um, yeah, obviously, Suspiria popped up in my top 10. If you haven't listened to our top 10 episode, then you should go back and listen to it, um, and check out what our top 10 films. Suspiria appeared on my list at number 10, so. I'm very excited to talk about this one. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's it. We tied. Check out um, next week's episode with Suspiria. Thanks for listening.
1: Thanks, guys.
3: Bye. <laughs>